0: We're on the bottom of Lamet Zion and Beis Ula We have brought here Machlekes Abay of Rava two ways to learn the Mishnah. Abayah said the Mishnah was talking about lifnei Yush. Machlekes we have between the Rabbanan and Roshen Gamliel. The Rabbanan said if you put it the Avin the Sheim Abdis it becomes an Avin. If you put it the Sheim Ben it becomes a Ben Chayrin. And Roshen Gamliel has said in the Mishnah either way it's Meshavid. So Abayah said that was talking about lifnei Yush, but la acher Yush. Then everybody holds the Chayur Pasha shot that the Evin goes free because the Evan is free and it doesn't make a difference anymore. After Yish, well, it's like considered a Hefka. That was a biased shot in the Mishnah. Rava said the opposite shot in the Mishnah. Rava said we're talking about after Yish. We're talking about after years. Oh, if it's after and before Yish, and of course, you go back to Abba no question. After Yish, if that's the case, why does Yom She'en Gamliel say, you're Meshabbat? Because we have a special halach of Chizkiah, the Chazal made a Takana, we're afraid that a person is going to go, and basically a person who's an Evet is going to go and be mapal Atzma'il Gaisus, so that he will be able to become free, so to prevent that happening and keep, keep the system working, so therefore we had a Takana that said, if he does not in that case, and even though there is a Yush, says so Gamliel, still we're going to say that you're going to be Meshabbat. So says the Gemara Lerova, falling down from the bottom, up from the bottom, Rabbi says, We're talking about after Yush. And we said over there that when you're Meshabit, you're Meshabit to the Rabbi Shani, says the Gemara, Rabbi Shani, me man So, how does that work? We're talking about after Yish. So the original Ba'alim was miyayish. talach of Chizkir, we said, that was in Roshengom Liel. And Rav, we said, depends if you're a kainet L'shem Avdus or if you're a kainet L'shem Ben-Chayim. If you're a L'shem Ben-Chayim, it goes free. It's after Yish. If you're a kainet L'shem avdus, then the Rabbi Sheni gets it. How does that work? The Ebed L'Chayim was relatively free at some stage. There was a Hefker going on over here, a Yish. So who owned the eved now that you tell me when the Rabbi Sheni buys it now or has played it from the guy that he becomes owned by the Rabbi Shani. How does that work? What's the mechanics? Says the one, Rabbi Shani, man says the monk, shavoi en Because there's some sort of kinion that the Goy who captured this Evan has. How does that work? Shavoi gufe How does a Goy, we're talking about an Evan Kenani, and we talking about how, that the person who captured him was a Goy. How does a Goy own an Evan Kenani? The is a Goy is not allowed to own a Kenevan Kenani. it doesn't work. Says the Gemara, in May say yodog, even though there's no kinyana goof to a guy in an Eved Kenani, which Rashi says means to be matir and, and to require to, to have a. A star shicher that a goy cannot own an evit kenani, but he could be kind lemaisey yodav. yodav, meaning that he works for him. He's like a worker, like an indentured servant, what we might call it in English, but not necessarily considered like a slave. Damarishlak is Rishlak says minayim laevit kichavim shakane, laevit kichavim lemaisey yodav. The Brice says, how do we takin know? that a Goy could own another goy in this case not really a goy, it's an Kanani kanani Who's partially Israel. How do you know he could own him for at least my say Yadav? we have a series of Psalm that we have to put together to figure out what the aloch is. The first Pasik says mehem tiknu." This is talking about the Yis- Aloha that Israel is allowed to own what we call an Evit kanani Now it's really a funny misnomer because there's no such thing as an Evit kanani because the Khananim you have to kill. Okay, and therefore you're not allowed to have any so when the Pasik actually says it means people who actually from Chutz Laaretz, who are living Goyim, from Chutz Laaretz, who are not part of the Sheva Amim who are living in Eretz Yisrael those Goyim you're allowed to keep as quote-unquote an Eved Kenan, okay so that's fine, so we D'avshim Goyim Echem Echem Teknu, Atem Koyim so we <speaking> in Echem Yisrael can own Eved Kenan, but V'loyheim Koyim Aleph a Goy cannot own an Evet Ivri, also a Goy cannot own another Evet another Kanani. So the only word, when you're dealing between Jews and Goyim, it's only that a Yid can own an Evet Kanani, a, a Goy cannot own a Yid, and a Goy cannot own another Goy. The price continues though, You might think that they can't be kind of one to another, a Goy can't own an Evet Kanani. What do you mean, Yolchol? What do you mean? Have a meaning that they can't? We just said that they cannot. When well, this is exactly our point. And a guy cannot own an Eved Kenani. Rashi says she and get. You don't need to get shicher because he doesn't own his goof. But you would think. That a goy cannot own another goy in an Evid Kenani for his Maysei Yodov, that he works for him. So Ahmed Kavilchimer. I can make a khaimra says the Bryce. It's clear in the Pasik and Pash's Bahar that a Yisrael could work for a Goy. That's fine. It says the Pasik says very clearly, yager, or, yager. there are cases where a yid works for a goy. He's not considered an evid per se, doesn't have regular dine avdus of of a, of a, of any sort of evid, but it's working for him for Maisei Yadav. And therefore if a Goy can own an Eva, can own Israel from Maisei Yadav, so a Goy can for sure own another Goy for Maisei Yadav. And therefore over here also what happens is is when when this Evikanadi is captured by the shavoi, he's owned by the Shavuot for Maisay Yadav, and then when the second Eid comes and buys him, even after years, like Rav said, if he buys him the Shem Avdus, he's actually purchasing the Maisay Yadav, and that you're allowed to do. Okay, he, in terms of Halacha, he's not really, in terms of Halacha, he's really sort of free already. <coughs> Might need to get shekher, we'll talk about, but in terms of Maisay Yadav, at least, he is going to be Meshubbat to the Shavuot, and then the shavoi could sell him to somebody else who will then be Meshubbat him as well. It says, but wait a second. We know by a guy, that generally speaking by a guy the kinyonim of a guy are not the same as a kinyonim by Eid. The kinyonim of a guy are based on money. When you pay the money, you get the cheifetz. If you don't pay the money, you don't get the cheifetz. Over here, the goi, the shavoy, when he captured this avid Kinnani, he didn't pay anybody anything. So even if you want to say there's such a thing as a kinyon, yodav, but there's no kinyon over here. He made a kinyon chazaka. He did not make a kinyon Kesef over here, the Emahani Mili Kasper. Maybe the whole Raisa which says such a thing exists from Isi is when you purchase it with money. Where do we ever see that a guy can make a Kenyan chazaka to be able to own such an event? Says Mama Papa, no, there is such a thing as a Kenyan chazaka by a goi. Where do we see that? We know we're not supposed to go to war with them. We're not supposed to capture their lands. Yet we see clearly in the Pesukim that we did. How did we? The way we did is, is because Sichoin first captured Amonimoyev, and then we captured Sichoin. So it was Tiharu. It became part of Sichoin. Once it was part of Sichoin, then we were able to capture. Now wait a second. Sichoin so never paid for it. How did Sichon own all those lands of Aminamayim if he never paid for it? Must be, even by Goyim, there is a din called Chazakah. And if there's a din called Chazakah, so that's how it would work over here, that the Avikechavim, when he got the Avikanani, he got him, at least from Aisyodov, he got him B'chazaka. It says the Gemara, Ashken Avikechavim Avikechavim, Avicham Isom So that only tells you that a chazakah works when a Goy tries to take another goy as in Eved uh, as an uh, like just a, r- a regular Goy, because we see over there by Chazaka, by the land. But over here, it's a little different. Oh, here we're talking about an Eved kanani Remember, an Eved Canani that was once owned by Yisrael has a din of Yisrael. Has a din of Chayv, Even the man is Chav he's Ke'isha. Go- he could be, in most cases, he's going to have a ge- some sort of Geras, he's going to have Bersmila, etc. So therefore, where do we ever see that a Goy could be kind of B'Chazaka a Nevet which has a din like Yisra, for at least my Sayyadav. So even that we said, the postic says, <laughs> the postic <pasuk> says, <laughs> the postic <pasuk> says, <laughs> and he captured from the Israel, why is there <laughs> the double ocean? To tell me that it was a Kenyan. It was a Kenyan chazaka, and it was only for my seyodom we said, they weren't actually owned as avodim, but there is a concept of a goy owning, and even in Eben Kenani, which has a chetzidim in the Yisrael, B'chazaka for only mysiyadav and enuchami. That's pshat in mishnah according to Rava that laachar Yush is going to be nikne. He's nikne to the she, to the guy from yadav and then the Israel who's paid him gets that din of of the of the eved. Not lagufay. The yisrael do not get the No, the yisrael doesn't get him the lagufay. How can he get him the lagufay? He's buying him from a guy. Right. The guy doesn't own him Lagufa to sell him. So lagufay is actually free. Now he's a little bit stuck, we'll see in the next few days. Who in the world could write this evan now, a get shechor? Okay, that's going to be the problem. He needs a get shechor still, l'chayra. Not posh, we'll see, in this, we'll see in different halachas. But on the side, he needs a get shechor, which is really the next figure over here. Who's going to write? Now if the original owner, who he was captured from, is still alive, he can write him a get shechor, no problem. If that original owner is dead, then you're in trouble. Because right? then it's not clear how this Ebed is actually going to fully be free anymore. Because you freed his muminous aspect. I mean, this is really the next Sugi we're about to get into. But how do you actually free the Iser Shabbat? Uh, Kenani, you can c- just buy an Ebed Kenani. You can own an Ebed You can buy an Ebed Kenani from a guy. You go to the Shuk and you buy an Ebed Kenani. But once you buy an Ebed Kenani, and then you're supposed to be malim and Avdus, then he gets a din of a, of a chetz Yisrael. Balkarcha. He doesn't have to agree to that. He doesn't really own him, but doesn't necessarily really own him. But that's the Allah of Evan kanani of a, of a When a Yisrael buys him, at that stage, he becomes that. So, so it seems over here he was only able to sell him. It's not clear. Maybe, maybe in the, maybe a case of a regular... You're right. You're asking, how do you ever start owning an Evan kanani So is that only through war, maybe? Maybe it's only through war. Maybe it's only when you capture him, but not for purchasing I'm not 100% sure. I'm not 100% sure no, so you're right. But there is no Shekhor yet. There's a Yehosh. But there wasn't really a Shekhor. We'll talk about that right okay. now. Uh, let, let, let's... I'll look into that. I'll look that a little more. Amram Abba He says the following, If you have an Eved that was captured again by Geym, he he's put in jail of some sort, and He escapes. Okay. So yatsal he's free, meaning his, his again we're assuming that muminous-wise he's free. However, the iser Shaboy, remember there's two alakhas of kenyan and an There's alakha of the muminous that he's owned that he has to work for somebody. And then there's alakah of Isser kolzmanis and an Evit he's not allowed to marry, he is allowed to marry a shifcha, he's not allowed to marry a and he's only, like we said, chayven mitzvahs ke'isha. Once you give him a get shechah, all that changes and he becomes a full, a full Yisrael. So in this case, when he's captured by the goyim and he's in jail, and then he escapes, he's considered free monetarily, but he still requires a get shechah. And this is going to be a big point of contention throughout the Sugit. Now, about first of all, how does this halacha fit with our mission? B'shin Gamliel says, and that was the, the, the say for the Mishnah, that when he's captured by the guy and someone else has paid him, either way, he becomes meshubed. Okay, becomes it means he works for the Yid who put him back. And, V'yamer Rabbi any time we have Allah in a Mishnah, that quotes from Sheringhamlia. We pass in that way. Alachal kamosei chutzmi orv t'nevarai rechayin. There's three exceptions to this rule, but generally speaking, otherwise we always pass from Sheringhamlia. Which means, in our Mishnah we pass from Sheringhamlia. That if a guy was captured, if an Evan Canadi was captured by a guy, and a yid is paid them back, we pass from Sheringhamlia. He's meshubad, no matter what. Now we had two versions of what that meant. We had a bias version. And Rav's version says so more like this. So Bishamala by according to where Abayah learned the Mishnah, then Abayah said the Mishnah was talking about lifnei yish, so no problem. Mukila lahay lifnei yish, rai li Yish. Our Mishnah was talking lifnei yish. If it's lifnei yish, the original owner never gave up. So when when he, when the second Yisrael is paid the back, it goes back to that original owner. Fine, we said or it goes to the Rabbi Shani, because we want to encourage him to be paided. That was in the Rabbanim. Mishnah Gemilas said we don't care about that. said we're always going to be part of them, and it goes back to the Rabbi Risha. Because it's a nefiush, and our bright that we just quoted now that says when he escapes from jail he's free. That's talking about laacher yish. And if it's laacher yish, the original owner is mafkirim and therefore he goes free. Still needs to get shechur, but he goes free. El Rava, but according to Rava, damar laacher yish. According to Rava, it says you must even laacher yish. Lifnei yish if a shum a even according to Rabbanah. But laacher yish according to b'shingam who we paskin like. We're saying he's going to be a Now we said that's because of chizkia's halacha. Chizkia said that we want to discourage avodim from running away. So to discourage them from running away, we say even if you run away and even if it's after, yush, you're going back. Okay. So what's shot in this b'risa? The b'risa says over here when, you, when he's captured into jail and he escapes from jail, he's free. According to Rava, according to Shiming of that should never be the case. You should always have to go back. So de we have a steer and psak. Says the Rambam the Rav says over here that might be it. the halacha is different. Taimama, why did Hashem the say he has to go back? Misham Mishum dechizkia, because we're we're as halacha said, we're trying to prevent him from putting himself in a dangerous situation, being captured by the goyim, so that he could so that he could be free. But Re'ach Shani, this guy is running away from the goyim. <laughs> he doesn't want to stay by a guy He by definition is running away from them. Hashel Katolam Aser He's risking his life by escaping from jail to get away from the Goyim. Apuli Apul Nafsheh, the guy says, we definitely don't have to be afraid in this situation, that he's going to go ahead and try to get himself captured, so he can be free. Because clearly you see, he's trying to get away from the Goyim. So if you have such a situation, then this will be an exception to his case. Halacha. And therefore, from and Gamliel would agree, La Yehosh, according to Ravah, then this Evet would be free on the Mominus Shabbai. Still needs to get Shechur for the Isr Shabbai, but the Mominus Shabbai is free. Now i are going to be a few interesting stories which we learned very interesting halachas from. A Masidima Shmuel uh, Shmuel had a maid servant, a shifcha, Shifcha khanans. <laughs> Ishtaboy. So she got captured. Parkua le shuma So came along some yidin, and they heard that Shmuel's shifcha got captured. They wanted to do him a favor. So they went ahead, found the guy who had captured her, and they paid him. And they brought and they took her back. So they were paid to her to continue to be a shifcha for Shmuel. And they sent her back to Shmuel. Hey, thank you. Very, you know, please say thank you. And uh, here's your, here's your Shifcha back. And they said to Shmuel, We hold a Kibshim Gamliel, that no matter what, she's always going to be in the back. And therefore, don't worry that she was freed. She's not freed, even though maybe we'll talk about the Yish in a second. But we had, we posh Gimshim Gamliel. And they said to him, at na, at inamik Even if you Shmuel, want a pasuk like the rabbanon, who said it depends what the intention of the person doing the pigeon was. Right? We definitely were paid to her shame avduz, and therefore no question, Shmo, you can keep her back and and uh, Shalom Yisrael. Says but they made a mistake. Why? The yushave? They thought Shmuel was not yet miyash, assuming we're going in Abbaya. Taisa says maybe they're going in Rava, but Pashabshat sounds like we're going they're being cheshish at least for Sheita Sabaya. And therefore they thought we're talking about Lifneyush and yush. then according to B'shengom Liel and or according to abana, if you had a mind kavana for Avdus, she would go back. V'lohi. But they got the story wrong. Yushave. This was ready after Yush and it's already after Yush, then it could be that she's not going to go back. It mean, depends on the version of the mission you're learning, like a Ba'i and But according to Ba'i, after Yush, she's for sure free, and Shmuel cannot take her back. <laughs> Not only does Shmuel paskin she's free monetarily. Shmuel actually paskin different than what we just said in the previous halakha from Abayei Shmuel said, I don't even have to write or get chirus anymore. Shmuel says, Hamafkir Avda That's clear. The get You don't even have to write to get shikher at all. The iser falls off automatically. How does Shol know that? So what does it mean, Eved Ish? There's no difference who the owner is. If you're an Eved Ish, if you're owned financially by a person, then Korey Avid. If you're not owned financially, he was captured by the guy, there was Yish, whatever it is, a Kuriy Evit. So Shmuel says a very important halacha which we now hear first for the first time. See a about this point. If you give up your monetary interest in the Evid through hefker or through yish, does that automatically take off the din iser? Before we said b'shem no, you still need to get shikhr. Shmuel says you don't need to get shicher. So in this case, a Shmuel held that it was yish and like a bias seemingly. Therefore. He was mafkir already. That didn't Once he's mafkir, didn't She's free, and she does not even need a get Another story. She also got captured. Parakahu Tarmudah. A goy in this case, a Tarmudah. Someone from Tarmud. Rashi says a was paider. and he wanted to pay payder, not to be a shifcha, to keep her, to marry her. Which is a Nebuch, because she's a shivka. Even though she was a goy, she's a shivka She has a din like Israel. She's a din like a boss The kol right? She's chavi mitzvah keisha, which is the same. So in this case, we have a troublesome situation. So they sent to Rabbi Abba iyois Abdis, If you want to do the right thing, You should be send her a sheker now. The he was Mafkir already. So this side of the Gemara seems to be saying that even if you're mafker, she still needs to get shikher. Maybe we'll see. Maybe not. Sayi me, What's the purpose of this get shikher? If the guy is willing to sell her back. So, so just go buy her back and, we, and then you can decide if you want to free her or not if there's ye, if there's not ye, whatever but if he's willing to sell her back, just go buy her back, who cares if the guy is not giving her away no matter what so what does it help at all to send her to get shekher, who cares the guy is willing to buy her back but again, there's an issue of collecting the money right? when the guy were, were paid these people back they, sent, they charged a lot of money so how do you collect the money? So, people will be more interested. People will get together and collect the money. If you try to collect the money for a shivcha, eh, it doesn't work so well. The shivcha campaign is not as effective as the Beis Yaakov girl campaign. And therefore, if you can be, if you can go ahead and be meshacher, her legamri, and not, again, it's not clear here if the pshad is that you need the Shihr or just by being moitsi, the shtar, people will know that she's now considered free, and that will cause people to collect more money. And we see that definitely in the second shot. He cannot go ahead and redeem her, but once he publicizes, maybe in the newspaper or whatever, that he's freed her with a get shikra, now it's embarrassing to the guy. Right? The guy thought he got, comes home to, to, to the neighbor the last week. Oh, got myself a <laughs> beautiful, uh, you know, mail order bride. No one wants to marry a Jew, a right? Bride. Right? No one wants to marry a Jew. But, so he hides that fact. All of a sudden, it comes out of Modon, the newspaper, that Rubain freed his slave, his Shivcha, and that's who this guy's guy is marrying. Then already the guy's going to say, okay, get rid of her. And therefore, that's the interest over Um Umafrika says, You saw Yosef saying, Dafka like Jewish things, they even like Jewish animals. Quietly they do. Although but for Hesse, when you put an ad in the newspaper, Zuliba Milsa, they're embarrassed and therefore the again going to both me, it's not clear that the Get was actually doing anything, but the Get was being the farce in the Milsa, so either it's so either they collect money or we're encouraging the guy to get rid of this Jewish girl. There was a, again a shift This was a big problem in those days. That girls, and this is one of the reasons we read so much in the Gemara about girls getting married very young three, four, or five years old, is because there was no one to protect them. Now protect them doesn't mean necessarily physically, but there was it was even by the goyim there was a mussar. If someone's married, you leave them alone. Like we see by Avram Avinu, right? They, they wouldn't touch Sarah. Kolzman, that Avram was there. If you assume they're married, you're not touching it. Oh, my brother, I'll kill him. Fine, but uh, if you're married, we're not touching you. Okay. So therefore, this poor little maid servant, and that's why there's a the dinner in the Torah called Yud, right? The Alokh is when you have a shivchi, he's supposed to marry her, right? If a, shif, uh, a Bas Yisrael, he's supposed to marry her, even when you buy her when she's a ma- young. But over here we're talking about a Shifka Kanani, so there's no one to marry She can marry an Evid Kanani, but apparently she didn't. Okay, we'll see anything more about that. So she was uh, people were using her as a Zion Mustafa. Aviba Inshay Suh. Some are So Abaya so said, I if it wasn't for the fact I'm gonna them as shmuel. We'll see anything more the days. The Passi says, It's an isra Da Raisa in most situations to free an Evid Kanani. So if it wasn't for that. I would have forced the owner of I would have forced the owner to free her. Once she's free, then she can marry a yid. And she can marry. Yid, the yid will protect her and stop her from, from being a zainer. But I'm stuck, because it says, so nothing I can do. Ravina Ravina In this case, if you is mighty, you're allowed to go ahead and free her. Because if you're doing it not for no reason, when it says that means you're not allowed to stum free them. Like it's similar to Alacha of, of Leishichanei, you're not allowed to do nice things to a guy So the same thing will be, you're not allowed to stum free an Eved kanani But if there's a reason to free the Eved kanani then it would be no issue, and you can go ahead and do it. Abayah Mishum Yitzur, Lo. Of doesn't agree to that. The says Z'mo Achas There's a woman who was owned B'shutlas. We'll see a singula later on next week. There was a woman who was owned Bishutfis, and one of the owners freed her and the other one didn't. So now she's really stuck. Okay? She cannot marry anybody. She cannot marry a an Eved Kanani because she's half free. She cannot marry a ben Yisrael because she's half shifcha. The call for Asrabi Ba says Ritchim. That's how Allah is Shamma both agree. You force the owner to free her. Why? Why were we doing that? Right, the is going to talk about later on that whether she has a, a din of pruvu. How could she have kids? But here it's even a more fundamental festa issue, which is people were taking advantage of her. There was no one she can marry. If there's no one she can marry, she's going to be stuck. Right? Rashi points out in this case, pruvu is not an issue because it's a girl. The Gemara we're going to have later on is a man who's stuck. Then you're going to have to a issue. Here it's a girl. She's not muftka to pruravu, but we have this minik hefker So you see that this is an issue, and we're willing to free half of her to prevent people from taking advantage of her. So why did buy disagree with that? different case. In that case, she couldn't marry anybody. But Abaya held, I don't have to free her to protect her. She can marry an Eved. Ravina held, no, maybe an Eved is as well. So an Eved is not going to help protect her. We rather really have to marry her off to a Ben Yisrael, to a Ben Yeshiva, or protect her, and therefore let's free her so she can be protected. Abaya held, no. Abaya says, I don't have to be over the Isser. Of loyel b'mtavoidu in this situation, if she can just go marry an evit, and that will be enough protection to keep her from being a zayin. Gufa that point. I'm going to be the mishmuel. Call me shachar avdo eiver basei. Where does this Allah come from? Shemem the pasuk says lo oylam bohem tavoid. So we have a brayser two pshatim in this pasuk. We'll get to in a second. He came into the shul. He only had nine people. And of course, his evid was there with him. So on the spot, he gave up his gave up his evid, worth a lot of money, and she can have a minion. So you see, there's no way to serve if you freed him. So our gear says, Mitzvah Shani. Other gear says, Mitzvah de Rabim Shani. Whether you'll stumble out to do this, or whether in the case of a rabbi you to do this. Different ways to understand the Gemara. But again, seemingly the point is, that Elyam Tavoydu is only when you are freeing him for no reason. So in the case we had earlier, when you're preventing an iser, or in the case we're hearing, you need it for a minion, then there is no iser necessarily of L'Elem <laughs> <of laughs> Em Tavaydu. Torah Baranda, L'Elem <laughs> Em Tavaydu, Rishus, the Rebbe Yishma, Yishma says, L'Elem Em does that mean you are not allowed to free them? L'Elem Em Tavaydu is telling you you're allowed to have them as an evid. What's the issue? Because we explain... Kenanim and all the other Sheva'amim and Eretz Kanan, Eretz Israel, you have to kill. You're not going to keep them as Avodim. The Pesach over here is telling you, you're allowed to have an eved from some, from one of the other nations. And therefore, is not a mitzvah, it just means you're allowed to, it's reshus. If you want to free him, free him, whatever, but you're allowed to have him. Rikiva says, no, like we've been saying, that says, if you have such an eved, you're not allowed to free them. Saying, Wait a second. So if you see this, actually points to machleikus. So how do you know when R'Lezer freed the evidence? Because he held mitzvah shani and mitzvah the rabbim shani. Maybe he held was no iser in the first place, and that's that's why he freed the evidence. Relezer clearly said that he said that it's Osser to free an evidence. Can I stam? In that case, we need him for a mitzvah to prevent iser. Maybe that would be different. Amar Bahani Tlus Mili, a little bit of Agarata, and these following three things, Nachti Balabayim and Ikhoseim, the three things which caused the Balabatim, I guess, in his neighborhood, in his areas, to lose their money. A. The Mavki Avodayo the Chirisha, their Mavki the Arvadim, over this Isser of letting them Tavaydu, they thought they were being nice and all politically correct and everything, that caused them to lose all their money. And right? they tell their wife, let's go for a nice walk on Shabbos and go through the, you know, the orchards and the, and the fields. Really, it's because they want to see what's going on in the fields, protect the fields and make sure, see what work they have to do on Sunday. That's another thing they do which causes people to lose their business. And, and this is a great one, they have a kiddish club. Okay, when the Rebbe is saying a drasha, they go outside and they're eating food. And when the Rebbe goes outside and eating food, says the Gemara, that causes people to lose their business. There's too much one had their Suda on Shabbos. Again, Kiddush Club during the Rebbe's Drusha. And one did it on Erev Shabbos. What does Erev Shabbos mean? Rashi means two Pshatim. First Pshat means Erev Shabbos, Rashi says, means that their Iker Suda was Lel Shabbos. Right? The Gemara says in Shabbos, the Iker Suda is supposed to be Shabbos Day. Shabbos Day, a higher level of Kedusha, that's the Iker Suda of Shabbos. If you have a choice to eat the better food, Shabbos Day or Friday night, you're supposed to eat it Shabbos Day. This one's a little more difficult. That's one psh- that did Erev Shabbos. Second Pshat Rashi says Erev Shabbos is they used to eat big meals during the afternoon and even on Erev Shabbos. And they would come into Shabbos full. right? So we've gotten rid of Kiddush clubs and now we're getting rid of tohameh All at the same time. So you're not supposed to come into Shabbos on both of these things. They have a shtem, nekru. Both these mishpachos were nekru. They lost their business whatever it is because they weren't mechabed Shabbos the way you're supposed to be mechabed Shabbos. Back to our Sugi HaLoch. Amar Rav. If someone goes over to his Evid Kanani and he says, You are Muktish, he says, you are, you are Kaddish. Now, you can have three or four possibilities what those words mean. Okay? He can mean, I want to bring you as a carbon. Probably doesn't mean that one. Okay, yeah. You can't bring an Evid as a carbon. He could mean, I want to give your value to the base of Migdash. Okay? I'm, I'm being Maktish, the value. I wanted, I'm being Menadev, the value. Third possibility is something called Kodesh L'adamov. In the first case, the second case I just said, you're just being made out of a certain amount of money. In the third case, Kodesh L'adamov means the Eved has kedusha on him, like Berekha Abayas Kedushah, and I will be paid to that Kedushah and give the money to Berekha Ba'ez, but the Eved has a kedusha's Berekha Abayas on him. And the fourth possibility, says Rav, is I don't mean he's Kodesh at all. I mean he should be Am Kodesh. And when I say he means he should be Am Kodesh, I'm actually freeing him now, as we'll see in the Gemara later on, next that lecher only works if you write it in a shtar, right, if you write it in a shtar, or you're announcing that you already did it, and we assume there was a shtar somewhere, so it's not exactly clear what the context there is, but that's what Rav says. So, a makdash avda my time, a gufo he's not being makdash as guf, kamar, he didn't say money, we assume he means that he should be free as an am Kaddish. Rav Yosef said the same. Hamafkir of which is the halacha we've been consistent with throughout the entire few dafim. That if you give up your monetary interest in it, then he goes free. We discussed if he's a uh, fine. Says the Gemara, Makdish So if you say Maktish works, so for sure Mafkir, when you're giving up your vested monetary interest, that for sure works. Mafkir, but according to Rav Yosef, we said only Mafkir of a Makdish life. Maybe Makdish doesn't work because Dimolitz may come out. Maybe when you said Makdish. According to that version of the Gemara, maybe you just meant I'm giving money, but I'm not actually freeing him. So we seem to have a Machleikis if you tell the Eved that you're Kodesh, what exactly does it mean. says the Mark, In both these cases, when you're mafker the Eved, or if you're Maktishim, and we say that that works, do you actually write a Get shikhar on top of that or not? When you say, I'm Kodesh, does that mean he's totally free? Or does that mean like, I'm giving up my monetary interest in you, I want you to be an Am Kaddish. And you're free, but I still need a get. Tashmah. D'amrev Kheh Barabbin, Amarav, Echotzev, Echotzev, Yotzev, Yotzev, Cheres, So all these Lashaynas are not a Lashon of free. They're a Lashon of giving up the monetary interest. And then you still have to write a Getshecher. Now this is clearly arguing on Shmuel. Shmuel, Amarav, said, Mavkrav, Yotzev, Cheres, V'Lo get Getshecher. Rahav says, Mafgav Yotzev, Cheres, V'Tzorech, i Amarav, a S Going back to the first point, which is, when you maktish the Eved, Rav said it means you want to you guess, tell them to go free. L'chayur a price says no. Like price says as follows. ha Someone, maybe he's dying or whatever it is, and he's maktish everything. Okay. ben avodim, siyaz avodim. What happens to these avodim? So now, according to Rav, what should happen to these avodim? They should go free. Right? Because you've been saying they should be amkodesh. It's not what the Brisa says. The Brysa says they have some sort of kiddush on them. And then the only question is, what does the gizbar, the treasurer of the Beis HaMikdash, do with them? Says the Brysa. Right? He can't free them. There's two ways an evit goes free. shot. He can get a star shecher, or if somehow he got money, he could buy his own freedom. Okay? He can buy himself free as pigeon. A gizbar does not own the goof of the evit. Best case scenario, the Gizbar owns the Evid that he can b- sell him for money. He doesn't own the Guf of the Evid, that's clear. So the Gizbar is not allowing the Evid to go free by buying his own freedom because he doesn't he don't own him in that aspect at all. So, what they do is, they sell the Evid for money to a third party, and that money goes to the Beisem And if that third party wants to free him, he can free him. Okay, that's fine. Rebbe Imer. Mean, says, no. No, Rebbe says he could buy his own freedom from the Gizber. Just like you could sell it to a third party, you could sell it to the Evid itself. You're not calling it a pigeon, Rashi says. You call it a mechira, but it's the same basic structure and it works the same way and that's fine. And then the evid is ilu-free, says the gemara. But you see clearly that according to the brisa, so when you maktish this Evid, the Ebed has kiddusha's based on but it works. Rav, Rav, Tanu upala, Rav so now we have a mach-le-kis. When you're makdish an Evid, does that mean the Evid goes free like Rav? What does that mean the Evid has kedusha Lidam? Toshma. It's by a Pashas Bahar. Pasuk says Ach, something called chirim. cherem not the chirim that we're familiar with, like in the Pashkavilus. Right? There's cherem that means you want to be machrim you chush, the stuff you own. So there's two ways to do it. Sometimes it means depends how you say it. You can give it, it means you're giving it to the Kayin, and sometimes the cherem means you're giving it to the berakah in this Pasik we're assuming it means Bekabias. Pasik says, when you machim your stuff to barekabias, me whatever you own. and what do you own? The Pasik says. Adam, Behema, all these things become Qazish, goel, you're not allowed to sell them anymore because they're not yours, they belong to the Baysamikdish. It says you're Adam. What adam do you own? An evid. You see clearly in the price, you're being Maktish, an evid. According to there's no such thing as being Maktish and Evid. When you're Maktish and Evid, you mean the Evid becomes free. So how does Rav learn the price So you see, not like Rav. Now, we just said Rav could argue on the first B'raisa, but it, we don't like to make Rav public if we don't have to. This B'raisa, Lav Dafka was arguing on Rav. This rav well, you said, I want to give the value. I want to give the evid for its value. So why don't we just say that in the previous price? Why in the previous price did we not just say when well, you said you're makdish everything you own for value to the base of So what do you mean? What is that? The bride said the Gizbar is not allowed to free the Evid. But if he was never Makdish the Evid for himself, and he just meant the money, so then well, the whole sentence makes no sense. It says, if you just said you're promising to give money to the Be'es Migdash, there's no selling the Ebed to third party. You, the Gizbar has nothing to do with the Ebed. It's just a promissory note to give some money. then he could buy his own free. And if, you're Lidme, if you're just promising money, it makes no sense. So clearly the context of the first price was not Le'ed And therefore Rav argued. Now, Rashi has a very important question over here. Rashi says, wait a second. I explained to you there's four possibilities. Possibility number one. Is that your makdish to go for the Eved? That's impossible. Possibility number two is you want to give Lidme, which means you're just promising a value. What value the value of the Eved? Possibility number three is your makdish an Eved Lidomov, which means there is kedusha on the Eved, as we'll see in tomorrow's death to such a thing, but then you have to be paid it away. So why do we say that's the case over here? I understand you didn't say the Dmei, because if you just said I want to give money Stam, then there's no discussion of buying and selling the Eved. But we could have a case where you have maktish the Eved for his Damim, which means there is some sort of ownership. Why don't we say that? Rashi is bothered by this. And Rashi says in a tremendous chiddish, there's Allah by of If you're maktish of behama for bedekah if that animal is able to be used as a carbon, the animal automatically becomes a carbon. Okay, if I'm makdish, a chair for Bedeh the chair has Kedush, I'm Paita, the chair in Shalmah Yisrael. It's not Kedush a goof. it's Kedush as If you're Maktish, an animal that's a tam, that meaning that it doesn't have a mum, and you say, I want to give, I want to be Paita, the animal, just for the money to Bedeh no. automatically the Torah says, especially because it's a kosev, the animal comes kadush as a carbon. you have no choice. Says Rashi, according to this version of the Gemara, if I'm Maktish, an Eved dumb not that I want to give the value of the Evid, but I put Kedush on the Evid to the point where I want to remove that money, he says Rashi. That doesn't work because then we interpret it, as Rav said, that you automatically mean there's Kedush on the Evid. What does that mean, Kedush on the Evid? That the Evid goes free. So the equivalent of the animal becoming a carbon is the Evid going free. That's a tremendous chiddush. Rashi says over here. And the Gemara tomorrow clearly has sheet as I say that that's absolutely not true. But, that's a Rashi here, and that's why this Gemara, this Gemara has to be talking about only Stam Damim, and Dam, dam and makes no sense, and therefore we're going to say, Rav argued on that price. One more piece. Says the Gemara, Toshma, the price says, Hamaktish Avdoi Oiso you makdish the Evid, the evid can continue to eat and work and all this stuff that he earns and that doesn't necessarily go to the Beis HaMikdash. Shalohik tishaladam, you just have Maktish again, not like Rav. According to Rav, when you makdish the evid, the evid just becomes free. There's no Kedusha whatsoever. So, what's the price of talking about? So, we could say Rav argues, or we could say here's a slightly different case. So, mahani the shitas <laughs> mayor. The amar, e'na, the maitsi dwell, the of the shita, that if you say you want to give the erich of a very small baby that does not have erich, you actually want to give its value. Right? We always interpret your words to have some meaning, even if it's difficult to fit them into what you said. So here also, when you said you want to give the Eved to the Beis HaMikdash, you're clearly not maktish the the Eved. So Remeir will interpret your words to mean dumim, even if you did not say dumim. disagree with that. We were discussing when you say it's Stam, according to the Chachamim, do you mean value or do you mean to be freed? Rav says you mean to be freed. Rav agrees that mayor would say you mean dummy. Because the odds are, we interpret it, your words to mean something that is usable. It actually makes sense. The Ketani says at the end of the price it says, What about a person's maktish himself? Right? If you are maktish yourself, doesn't mean you're kaddish, you can go to work and get a paycheck. Here also you only maktish your value. You know, what, what does that mean? Yama Bishma Mary, if we're going in Sheetus or Mary, who says, we always somehow interpret your words to have intentional meaning. So Shapir. So that makes sense. Just like when you're Makdish your Evid, we interpret it to mean you want to give the money. When you're Makdish yourself, we interpret it to mean you want to give the money because what else could you possibly normally mean? Eliyama Rabban who we say, we don't do interpretations. We try to figure out what you actually meant. Bishma avdel Adbekai. I can understand conceptually that you argue on Rav and you say he doesn't mean to be free. He means that I want to give the value of the other because an evid is something that you buy and sell. Regular people are not bought and sold. Right? A person doesn't really look at himself as having a monetary value. So, why in the world would I say that a maktish myself doesn't mean I have to give the value? According to a mayor, we understand it means you have to give the value because what else could it possibly mean? The Rameer would say, I don't care if it means nothing. Sometimes people just say ridiculous, useless things. If it somehow is what you mean, fine. But to interpret it, even though it doesn't fit, the rabbin would never do. So, therefore, it makes sense that this, Bryce, Hashit, is a mayor. And then a rav, who says, when you're maktish or evid, evet, it goes free, would definitely not be in a mayor. In a mayor, we would finagle the words to mean dummid, even though you didn't say dummid. Whereas according to Rab the Rav says, if you meant dumb him, say dumb him. If you didn't say dumb him, then we interpret it you mean to free the evid, you still need to get shikh, according to Rav, but it means you mean to free the evid. Okay, I'll go to the Ravs.